When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I need to be honest with you about something. My Talk 1071 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Happy birthday! Yay! It's our 20th birthday! We're having a party! Actually, this station was born June 10th, 2002, and we were given the name FM 107. It sounded a little something like this. Jane asked her doctor about FM 107. Now, she's getting FM 107 all the time. Real life conversation, only on 107.1. 20 years later, we've become a Marconi award-winning station known as MyTalk 1071. Actually, I, I like that better. To celebrate, we gave Lori and Julia, the two gals who have been here since day one, the day off. The bar is open, ladies. <laughs> And here to host our three-hour birthday bash broadcast. And good afternoon and welcome to the second hour of the My Talk Birthday Bash. 20 years of My Talk 1071. We are live from Lush in Northeast Minneapolis. I'm Jace with my My Talk family and a huge room full of the best My Talkers, man. Sincerely, we wouldn't be here without them. Our celebration continues with uh, your friends from noon to three, or as Lori and Julia call them, our lead-in. Give it up for Colleen and Bradley. Yes. The warm-up act. The warm-up act. Yeah. Yes, we're the warm-up act. Yeah. I said it to Donna. We replaced uh, a previous warm-up act, I think. You have replaced us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were the warm-up yeah. act. Yeah. I said this to Donna and Steve, and I'll say it to you too. It's very weird <laughs> interviewing friends. You know what I mean? It's like... This is weird. Well, Let you should know what to ask and what not to ask. I, That's true. The so most important is what not to exactly. ask. Exactly. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to play first impressions with you first. Um, I want to know, because I was friends independently with both of you, and I was thinking about this as we, I was prepping for the show. I honestly wanted to know, so I think kind of as a conduit to the listeners, they would be interested what were your first impressions of each other? Because it wasn't like this was focus grouped and it's like, well, should we put Colleen and Bradley together? It just kind of happened. First impression, ladies first. I want Bradley to go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll go first. No, go first. Okay. Um, okay, so you might have to help my memory, which is funny because usually I'm the one that's helping your memory. True. But uh, B. Arthur called us in yeah. to the principal's <laughs> office and we were like, okay. And she was like, I want you guys to meet each other. I, did we know that it was because we were going to do a show together? I think she, yeah, because I think she warmed us up and said, I think I know somebody that you yeah. uh, should work with. Because we, 
again, had had the pleasure of you know working and filling in with all I think everyone on the oh, station yeah. up to this point, and had not worked with each other. Yeah, you started filling in on our show. Yes, because exactly. we were friends. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, well. A friend of ours, a mutual friend named Wanda Wisdom. Oh, that's right. Wanda yeah. Wisdom. <laughs> that's right. We learned Who's earlier currently today. currently taking a nap. She's yeah. been napping for a while. <laughs> so we went into the principal's office and we sat down and, you know, kind of did the intro. It was not, I mean, it really did not take long before I think we realized we were kind of cut from the same cloth. No, I mean, we literally had the same thoughts about the same things. It was creepy. Yeah. I, like, I, that was my first impression was how much... Creepy. That was in, his first impression. Yeah, well, <laughs> And it's still here 10 years later. Weird. No, that we would finish each other's sentences. We had the same interests. We, I mean, honestly, we had the same uh, interests growing up in terms of TV and pop culture. Mm -hmm. So I think it just made no sense, or it made perfect it sense. Made it made no sense. So much sense. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I, I mean, I just, I think we were very fast friends. Oh, and absolutely. Then, yeah. And we also car we carpooled to work, which was also... Did yep. you know that? I did not know that. I don't think people For know that. For years. Many years. For years. Because I, I took the bus. Like, I, you know, um, gosh, I, I think it, up to that point had been probably about five or six years. I took the bus every day, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to keep taking the bus. But I was like, I drive by... I can drive by your house on the way to work. Why don't well, I we just live pick in the same you up? Similar neighborhood, yeah. close to each other. So I would, like, swing by, and I'd, he'd get in the car, and I'd be like, hi, good morning. What do you want to do today? How's it going? Is everything good? What did you do, do last prep. night? What's, what are you going to do later? What time is it? What do you think? What are you eating? Like, he'd well, be like, she would uh, also do that when we left. And then we'd get off the air, and I'd be like, what are you going to go do now? What did you do for the show? Stop What's talking. happening? I'm not kidding you. So after the show... <laughs> This tells lot, you, so what? You've met me. <laughs> we could complete each other's sentences, but from noon to three, you know, we're doing the thing. At three o'clock, I shut down. He does. Don't talk to me. He does. Like, I'm done. I need time. I need space. I just am like a zombie mumbling. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, anyway, uh, long story short. So I'd be in the car with her, and she would just literally run on sentence from the moment we got into the car until she dropped me off. And I was like, I don't know how this woman keeps talking this long. Yeah. She absolutely. Yeah. And then I get home, way. and I'm like, don't talk. To, nobody talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you guys started, again, so people may not know that. And they also may not remember if they're newer, my talkers. Y'all started, your show was birthed yeah. in the weekends. Right. So we started, I think, in August. Uh, uh, doing a little show called The Weekend Dirt. And it was when you guys were doing Project Down and Dirty. Yeah, the first one. The first one. And, um, and we just weekly, we just showed up and did our thing and filled in on the weekday shows. Yeah, it was 9 to 11, did fill-in work otherwise. Um, and I remember we, did the re we hosted the reunion show for the first Project Down and Dirty for you guys. And I remember we were back at the studio yeah. asking questions remotely. I don't know how that all worked, but... Um, yeah, I don't Magic. That was the magic of radio. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you said fast friends. A, a, a compliment rolled in a fun fact. And it was, and I meant to tell it to Steve, too. I don't think I've ever said this. I knew instantly when you started filling in on our show, I said to myself, he's going to get his own show. And I felt the exact same way with Steve. Um, I, was, I was on vacation, and I was seeing tweets about Steve, and I was like, he's going to get his own show. He's that good. And I felt the same way about the Volta. Well, you know, you. I said it, you know, we've had many conversations, and I kept telling Colleen, you're, you're going to get, you're, just Stick hang around, around. Stick around, and I, you're going to get a show. I think it's a testament, too, to the fact that, like, A, you know, we work so well together, but B, because it's our passion, it's what, I mean, yeah. and the same is true for you. Yeah. If you're talking about and doing what you love every day, 
hopefully, hopefully the opportunity will show up if you seize it. Well, and you oh, do show up. Oh, there's a lot. There. Woo. Bradley's dancing here. Yes. Um, well, that passion shows up every day in a variety of ways, including hilarious moments. So many moments that Rocco has not put together one montage for you. We have two Cobra montages. Ooh. Here's the best of Colleen and Bradley. Oh, Ryan Gosling, he's done saved, it multiple times. I mean, he is like Superman. I'm pretty sure he's like stopped the Armageddon on more than one occasion. Totally. He can stop my Armageddon any day. What? He's going to stop your Armageddon <laughs> too close to his business. He's like Armageddon out of here. <laughs> Chris Pratt leads with what? His. It's an F faith. word. His faith. Some religions do not look favorably upon the big D. Divorce. <laughs> oh, God. I was going to say, actually, welcome to, welcome to the cause of most of my angst as a teenager. Sorry. Not that. Okay. You can categorize this under great moments in Bradley Belching history. Oh, fun. It actually happened during one of our commercial breaks. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, my talkers. It's Donna Valentine for my amazing... <laughs> Oh my gosh, spaghetti. You Have you never had spaghetti pie? No. How do you have spaghetti pie? You, it's like baked. Like, so you, they, they make the spaghetti it. limp and then they put it like in a cake pan. Sell it. Okay. They make the spaghetti limp. <laughs> Sell so it. basically what they do is they have Mama June show up in the room, take her top off. The spaghetti goes limp. They dump it in a pie and then what? <laughs> Take me to the next step of this. Okay, they put the spaghetti, the cooked spaghetti, into a pie pan. They mix it up with other kind of congeal- congealing properties. Tell us more. Wow. Bake it. I hope, I hope that Olive Garden hires you. Who is it, you guys? Barry Williams from the Brady Bunch. I was, Autumn I was born. turns to winter, winter and then winter turns to spring. Wow. It's not just the seasons, you know, it goes for everything. It's Clouds even can turn oh, to rain and verse. then it just <laughs> might snow. You gotta take a lesson from Mother Nature and if you do, you'll know when it's time to change, then it's time All of you. to change. change. <laughs> The best of Colleen and Bradley, part one. Um, let's. You're known for a lot of things. You know, <laughs> the show is known. Each show has, yes. you know, defining yes. properties. Our signature idiosyncrasies. Yes. Yeah. One of them, whether you want it to or not, oh God. is Bradley's belching. Oh my God. It's gotten better. You have to admit, it's gotten much Do I better. I have to. Every, every memory. <laughs> You know, throughout this week, people have been coming on. I'm like, I don't know. everyone mentions the first thing isn't because you are. You're one of the I, I legit love you. You're nice. You're kind. You're funny, creative. But one of the first things that is out of everybody's mouth from Lori, Julia, Brittany, <laughs> what's out everybody, of his mouth? even people. Yeah. That, yeah. Is what comes out of your mouth is belching. <laughs> And the fact that you used to eat a lot in the studio. Oh, God. You it would drive Lori and Julia nuts. Jason. Oh, he still does oh it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Throughout the day. I'm like, oh, we're having oatmeal I now. bring my lunch every day. I and, prepare my own food. And enough snacks it's true. for the rest of the office. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> um, we have to ask about another famous thing, Tan Mom. Uh, oh. 
Y'all another, have, you just said that's right. another famous thing. Another yeah. famous thing. Yeah. I wasn't calling her a thing. A thing. I was saying another famous element of your show in the history. Yeah. Your relationship, your, should I call it a love affair? Oh, oh for I sure. I don't know if you know. No, I don't. That the friendship truly was all here. One Meeting night, Bradley. okay, let me tell my side yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting at home watching television with my husband and my phone rings and it's Bradley. And I'm like, okay, this is either he's sick and he's telling me right now. I don't know. I answer the phone. He's like, <laughs> you will not guess who I just spent 45 minutes on the phone with at my house. And I was like, oh, try me. He's like, tan mom. I'm like, no. That did, it I did happen, a hundred percent. It was an awkward period in her career where she was struggling with her manager, Gina Are you, Rodriguez. This is actually Are you true. career? It, yes. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. We took her seriously, Jason. I know. I'm sorry, Brad. We were the I only apologize. ones. Us and Howard Stern. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. And she was having a rough uh, go with her manager and needed someone to let loose on. And so, so she called, she called the person whose show once. she'd been on once? I don't even know. I don't even know. She must have been on our show at that point. Yeah. But, like, it was the weirdest conversation because we had this 45-minute conversation more than once on her couch. She's telling me about how her manager is basically trying to do her dirty and, like, all this stuff, and she needs new... And I was like, does she think I'm going to help with this at all? Because I'm not... I don't know anybody. Okay, but real quick, favorite part is he yeah. says to me, he goes, hey, you know what? She, you know, she lives in Nutley, New Jersey, and her house is, like, seven stories. And I go, Bradley... Nobody has a seven-story house. He's like, she said it was seven stories. Yeah. It's tan mom. It's, it's tan, tan mom. mom. Yeah. Are you guys friends with to the grain of salt? No, but occasionally, I'm trying to remember the last time we interacted. It was, it was this weird, occasional like Instagram. She would show up on Instagram yeah. or on Twitter and just reply to something really quickly. But to give you an, a sense of how, like, one way the conversations would go, we had these, like, in-depth conversations. And then when she was on our show, she literally at one point was like, oh, I love you guys. Are you two married? <laughs> Are you two married? I just love you. You're so funny. I'm like, okay, we've talked enough for you to know that I am not married to Colleen. Yeah. And that's not even a part or of... Or any That's woman. not a possibility. No, no. It's not the, in your wiring. Yeah. yeah. So she... I think it was very one way. Well, so we've talked about several things you've been known for. Each show has a controversy. Lori and Julia has oh. Donna Millsgate. The biggest controversy with Cobra Stink Bomb Gate. When the 20th anniversary special continues right after this. Happy birthday! As we go to break, here's a little MyTuck trivia question for you. What fast food restaurant sign did a listener once pull out of a dumpster and bring in to give to Donna Valentine? A, Boston Market, B, Culver's, or C, Sonic? We'll have the answer when we return on MyTalk 1071. Happy birthday! Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. About five years ago, a listener heard Donna Valentine say her favorite restaurant was Boston Market. And then take a bunch of crap for it. Sounds about right. So he pulled some signage out of a defunct Boston Market's dumpster and brought it into the station. Later, Donna auctioned it off and gave the money to charity. Way to go, D-Val! Now back to the birthday bash. Here's Jason Matheson. Welcome back. It is the 20th birthday bash live at Lush in Northeast Minneapolis. We're here with uh, your friends from noon to three, Colleen and Bradley. Hey. Uh, Hi. Uh, now, every show, as I said, known for some key elements, you know, some key species. You know, there's a, uh, we've gone through a couple of them, but the main controversy for your show, no matter how long you're on the air, and I wish you many years, you've just celebrated 10. Congratulations. Thank you. A decade. Thank but. I think you will be defined by your antics during Stink Bomb Gate. Now, for people that don't know what Stink Bomb Gate is, Colleen, would you like to tell folks what you did? Uh, we set off a stink bomb in the office. We'll be right back. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what we thought too, but yeah. then we thought maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we won't be right back. Right. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Why what was you, going through your you, head? Yeah, yeah. I'll help you with that yeah, one. Yeah, thank you. Well, okay, so it really starts with an episode of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo where she had these things called fart bags. And so Bradley, Obviously. because Bradley and I are weird like this, immediately went to Amazon and he was like, I'm going to order some of these. Got a case of what, 75? No, I bought a case. I think it was like hundreds, honestly. It was a lot. It was, it was a, a lot. lot of fart bags. He's like, these will be great. These I are mean, funny. I mean, doesn't that sound cute? Fart, fart bag? bags. Fart bags. It does, actually. Okay, yeah. so bags. As, as I said earlier, we drove. We used to carpool to work, and we were driving on the way to work. It was, and this is also typifies the Colleen and Bradley show, it is actually April Fool's Day. And we're driving into work, and he goes, we should play a prank. And I was like, yeah, we should. We have not planned anything. So we come up with this idea. He's like, oh, I've got these fart bags. Why don't we, and we go through everybody, like, who can we play this trick on? And we knew Lori and Julia were not going to be good candidates well, that was our first for that. Cho- that was our first choice. I was like, we yeah. need to do Lori and Julia. We need to set off a stink bomb in Lori and Julia. Won't that be hilarious? Thank God. We played that <laughs> tape all the way through. Why? Thank God we played that tape all the way but through. But just why, that one. Why did you think, Bradley, <laughs> in any time because, that would be a good idea? Because I... I I Bradley. don't know. I have not been on the radio long enough to understand reality, apparently. Yeah. But we did. We played that tape all the way through. Okay. Uh, so then we decided, oh, we'll do it to Marjorie and Elizabeth. Uh, and we'll go in there and we'll offer Marjorie and Elizabeth a cup of coffee. And then Bradley's like, then I'm going to drop it and I'm going to stomp on it. And then we got to go. So, like, he does the thing. And I'm like, stand, I'm like, okay, it's really. I'm like, keep talking. Are they in the studio? Yes. Yeah, they're in the studio. They're, they're, they're on, on the air. before them, if you didn't know. On yeah, Marjorie the air. and Elizabeth. And Bradley's pulling me out of the room because this thing is going to pop any second. You like, and he's like, get out. It. Get out. So we get out of the room, pop. And then you guys. I can't. There's no <laughs> fart smell. bag. So if I told you fart bag, that sounds like it would smell like a fart. I don't know about your farts, but my farts don't waft down the building <laughs> up two floors 
across the building, for 12, out the doors. For 12 or more hours. But the best part is when I said, should we do this, Bradley goes, he goes, it's called a fart bag. It'll just be like poof, and then it'll be gone. Yeah, poof fart. Could not be more wrong. We should have it tested it toxic. before. Dump. Oh. Um, and it went on for hours into the executive offices. Yes. Yes. Into and the Hubbard they family. They fans is, going. Yeah. So then, you get off the air, and then you legit got in trouble. The, okay. So no, we're between. I, we this has happened. We go down for lunch. Oh, that's right. And this was before our show. And I check my uh, email, and there's an email from somebody. If you get an email from this person, it's not because she wants to catch up. Yeah. And she has no reason to talk to us on all. any Ever. given day of the week unless no. there is business to be done. So I'm like, oh gosh. And it says, come see me after your show. Which in radio never, is, never, is words you never want to hear. hear. And I start sweating oh. and I start panicking. Oh, she and was fully like a pool, just one sopping pool of sweat. Oh. I mean, terror. I am like 10 years down the road, like on the street, like I don't, ha I can't get work. My children are, I'm like, I am like in a whole different place. And we, okay, Bradley's like, we're, this is, this is why I love this man. He goes, we are going to go up there. If this is our last day on the this air, is this gonna is going to be the, the best, best show, we show we ever do. Done. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so we get up there and as Bradley. the show is going on, Bradley's looking at me and he's sweating. But no, we, literally... Pit, like I am now, probably, yeah. but pitting out sweat oh. yeah. down but my shirt. We do this thing in our relationship where when one is unraveling, the other one is like, I got you, don't worry about it. Yeah. So he's like in strong place. <laughs> if we're both unraveling, just run away. Yeah, that, get away. But I'm literally like powering down. I And Bradley's like, no, and she's, she's running not talking. the board at this point. <laughs> So you cannot, I mean, this person cannot shut down and no. leave me, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just the two of you. We gotta keep doing this. I literally like a robot powering down. It was bad. Long story short, turns out that email came from B. Arthur from the account of this other person. They wanted to scare us. Yeah. They were gonna keep it going the whole show, but it, it they was couldn't April's... because I had powered down. Yeah. It was an April Fool's joke gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Again. And then Again. it went wrong to us. That's our friends right there. Uh, and we're still here. We're still here. <laughs> still providing the laughs. I told you so many laughs that Rocco didn't make one best of Montouge for you. There are two. Take a listen. I have a new viral fitness challenge for you guys. It's I don't know how you say this. Pound 75 hard or is it number 75 hard? What? It's the number 75 hard challenge. It is a, quote, new internet trend that promises to transform your life and your body, get this, in just 10 weeks. I think that's what the kids are call a hashtag. Okay. Oh, oh, so is it hashtag? <laughs> I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to say this. Oh. <laughs> hashtag 75 <laughs> For a young man of 18 or 19 years, the loss of his penis can be deeply traumatic. I don't and care I'm like, what yes. age you are. If I'm 80 years old, I don't want to lose my thing. Stuff? No. I'm just saying. So I want to give proper amazement to the fact that this is huge. <laughs> That's what she said. We are wholeheartedly throwing all of our weight behind getting Joey Lawrence. I'm here for that. The role of Batman. Now, remember Joey Lawrence most recently. Colleen and Bradley, everyone. Oh. Thank you. Wow. 
We have about 30 seconds. What do you want to say? You know what I have to say is Hol- Hol- we have to yes. just give a shout out to Holly Roberts. Love for Holly Roberts. That's she right. She is uh, the thing that Mad we were props. missing and we didn't know it. So we Absolutely. love the Holly We do Roberts. love Halls. She's one of the staff members we're missing today. We love you, Holly. When we come back, they started it all. Ian and Marjorie are here when we come back. Back after this. Happy birthday! As we go to break, here's a little My Talk trivia question for you. What My Talker's significant other once accidentally ate some decorative bathroom soap thinking it was candy? Was it A, Don's MC, B, Lori's husband Casey, or C, Colleen's husband Matt? We'll have the answer when we return on My Talk 1071. To answer the trivia question, we left you hanging with Lori's husband Casey once ate some decorative soap thinking it was candy. Here's Lori telling the story. It looks like a Swiss cheese. The most enormous bite out of the soap. How did you? And the soap went. And he's slapping his tongue and jumping up and down. And then he had to eat oh. three more cookies to get the taste out of his mouth. So this morning he goes, I really have a stomachache today. <laughs> well, not kidding. For more My Talk memories, let's throw it back to the birthday bash host, Jason Matheson. Welcome back, everybody. It is the second hour of the 20th anniversary birthday bash for my talk here live at Lush, thanks to Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Well, there wouldn't be a my talk, there wouldn't be an FM 107 without our next special guests. If this was an opening title sequence, they would be the Heather Lockleers. It all started with them back when the morning show was classy. Give it up for Ian and Marjorie, everyone. Thank you. Hello, friends. Hello. Yeah, really. You have a lovely place here. Oh, thank you. The Lush, let's give it up for the Lush yeah. team. Yeah. Let's do They're that. fantastic. You, They're the best. Do you also have like an apartment here too? No, I mean, do no. You, you know? No, it's okay. all them. I don't do anything. They're, they're, <laughs> it's all them. That's the magic's all them. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to the welcome back to the, the family. Oh, this is thank great. You. And I'm so glad you all are putting it on. All right, ra- ra- show of hands, who here has COVID 19? <laughs> Ian, other, don't th- scare- other than the my talk staff, <laughs> Marjorie, we're thirty seconds into this and he's scaring people. Uh-huh. I know. I know. It's All right, who here like has monkeypox? Ian, <laughs> see, <laughs> monkeypox is fun. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, forty-five seconds. Marjorie, get him under control. Well, he is more out of control now than he, than was, he was then. <laughs> What um, I want to play, what I played with all the other uh, shows, first impressions. Uh, you both were professionals. You both had been in the business. What was your first impression of this concept of FM 107? All in. Yeah. All in from the first time it was proposed. Not a second. Yeah. And I totally got it. And I, I worked close enough kind of with salespeople over the years to see how important women were in, in maintaining a radio station. Uh, and I was very, I was, there were two things I knew about people, one of which was that men um, tend to be very bottom line thinkers and women are process thinkers and I definitely was on the process end of it, yeah. which made talk for me much more interesting than just jamming people into an orthodox box where we were just deciding 
Okay, this is what you're supposed to believe no matter what. And I just love this concept of discussing things, using a, uh, talking with women, talking about issues that wasn't just decided on you're good, you're bad, bad mom, good mom, all of that Dr. Laura crap. Yeah. I mean, some of that for me, yeah. anyway. And you weren't, now Marjorie, correct me if I'm wrong, you weren't on at the beginning, right? I was not. I was brought into. And this is my memory, and Ian is my memory, so he can correct me all along the way. Yeah. That's the beautiful yeah. thing and about she getting loves older. That, by the way, I she do. I do now. Um, I was brought in to be sort of a producer type who would sort of chime in sometimes, and so yeah. <laughs> that didn't last. You know, that didn't last let's, long let's, at come all. On, let's go back a little bit though. The very first things you were doing were all based on arguments we had had the night before. Right. <laughs> And it's so a good gig. It's a great I, radio. Yeah. I was calling her in the morning, and I was saying, like, okay, you present your side. I'm going to present my side. Isn't that we fun, talk, married people? And, and that turned into 20 years ago this summer, the very first time we went live from the state fair. And Marjorie was invited there to be a part of it, even though she wasn't yet a regular you know, like cast yeah, member. No memory se. of that. No, but that's okay. That's okay. I just remember it being when they came to Ian first and um, the concept, and Ginny was talking about the concept, the owner of the station. Yeah. And I just thought it was brilliant. I mean, I think as women, I had been in media already. I was a television producer, and I had worked, you know, as we talked about on the air, I'd worked for one of the leading women who talked to women, which was Oprah. And so that concept of like, yes, there's an audience there. Yes, there was an audience there. Okay. And, and what a receptive, great audience. Well, yeah, kind of. So <laughs> right. What's you, the real story? The very first time I brought it up and I said, I'm going with this. She, oh, that's true. Yeah. She was hitting the panic button because we had been in Atlanta and we had been in, I had been involved in a format shift. And she, it really kind of messed up my career for a little while. It took a while for things to come back to normal. And she's like... What? Wait, like what? I was going to go, like I'm buying magic beans, you know, like I was going to. And so it took a while for her to, to really feel like, okay, yeah, I love this. I love this. I love but it. But it's, I mean, it's amazing, well, really. And it's amazing because of all of you. Yeah, all absolutely. of you listened, you responded, you made the shows more fun. The I mean, connection. that's what's what? The connection with the audience. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought Absolutely. you said conniption. And I, I thought that's I actually <laughs> that too. probably well, closer yeah. to it. Who was there the very first year we were alive? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, a good number at raising the their hand Fair. here at Lush. Well, oh, that's so cool. The proof is in the pudding. You said unique and it was magnificent. You really did. For many, many years, you kicked off our broadcast day uh, with one of the most unique shows, a husband and wife team. Here is the best of Ian and Marjorie. Oh, God. No. No, 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 no. Well, Red Rover I got, that hurt. Red Rover hurt? Yes, I had little arms. <laughs> so it hurt you when they came trying to crash through yes. your arms. Well, why weren't you like one of the other wimpy kids who just let go? Because I'm stubborn. Okay, so you're stubborn and wimpy. <laughs> that was the problem. I know just kind of what kind of Red Rover kid you were. What was I? <laughs> you were the kind of kid that barreled through and tried to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Young, red-headed girls with freckles. <laughs> yeah, but why Mexico City? Why hot, choose hot, the... hot, hot, hot city? For, what do you mean for the when you hip mean? and hot? Oh, is it really? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's become kind of the go-to place, kind yep. of the new. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you can answer everything in threes. <laughs> You're a little caffeinated. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> Jeez. My granduncle Harry was buried with my grandmother. In the same casket? Yes. See, now, why don't we do that? You in, and I? In our casket. Yeah, we'd be buried together. Really? Yeah. If this coffin's a rockin', don't come a knockin', right? This would be the. <laughs> but you know my feelings about space. <laughs> I have to have like a little corner. <laughs> That's your part of the casket. <laughs> don't let any of your dust mix with my dust. Get Stop your out. ash over there. Subject of mandatory Father's Day sex. Mm-hmm. Duh. Where have you two been? <laughs> I don't just... know why this just all seems weird to me. <laughs> So that would be. My husband would rather have really good sex than any probably materialistic thing. So you're saying is if you give him a tie for Father's Day, it better end up around your wrists. Oh oh my! (laughs) Okie dokie. Can you hear Heidi? Justin Bieber's baby mama was busted by text messages which are now being tweeted by these Justin Bieber fans. They say that he was falsely accused of being the father of this woman, Mariah Eater's baby. Right. Or is another way you could describe the story, bogus Bieber baby busted by eager tweener Yeeter tweeters. <laughs> On my talk 1071. Eat it, Marjorie. Now, we have like three more. We have three minutes. Uh, she th- so walked into that yeah. one, didn't she? Other than, walked into all of them. So, other than playing, uh, other than playing first impressions, we've been doing this with each show. Each show has a That's signature. So funny. Each show has kind of something they've been known for. Now we're gonna. Now Marjorie specifically, I hope you can stay to the end of the show because we're gonna talk specifically about Project Down and Dirty. Oh God. And your behavior, but bad, uh, bad but behavior. Bad we're gonna, Marjorie. We're, so they'll be up Thank later. You. Thank you. But Ian, in our last two minutes, I want to weave two things into one. I want to talk about your reputation for always be, for being late every so often and how Paul Black routinely had to save you. Okay. <laughs> routinely saved us always. Always. All of us always. always. So Uh-oh. give it up for Paul Black. Paul Black, he was engineer Paul Black. Um, and uh, <laughs> I have no regrets. <laughs> Ian, we have to fill two more minutes. I have no, yeah. Here's the thing. Is it... That's an, this is an insane hour to be doing radio, okay? 5.30 in the morning, yeah. that's nuts. Not for me, I was always on no, time. No, I know, because her nice, commute nice. was in her pajamas down the hallway. I actually had to leave one building and get into I was another. You got time. the better deal. Yeah, she got a way better deal, which now, of course, so many people are used to. At the time, everybody wanted the Marjorie deal. That's yeah. right. Now everybody has the Marjorie deal. Sorry about Paul? that. Paul? And I remember having this conversation with Ian can you stop giving me a heart attack every morning and get here before the show starts? And he told me he wants to sit in the parking lot and hear the show open and then walk in. Ian, I've never, I've never said this out. I've never Always said true. this. When it was announced... When it was announced that we were taking over for when YouTube. When I was advocating for you to be our successor, yes. our handpicked successor. That's right. The yes. Dauphine, the That's Sun right. King. That's yes. Ian told me I knew about, I knew Ian was leaving before most and he pulled me aside at the fair. I'll never, if I start talking about that, I'll start crying. So I won't do that now. Yeah. But I remember when it was announced that we were taking over, I went to an industry board, <laughs> like it was a Minnesota radio board. And the line, it was from an anonymous person that said, well, I hope the homo can get there on time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Bunk for the morning. <laughs> Since the other homo was no mo, now it was going to be your turn. So, Oh, uh, in our, our last minute left, I've said this to each show. When you think of our audience, you kind of touched on this earlier. When you think of your connection to the MyTalk audience, what do you think of? Mark? Love, 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 love. You know, I, I would say there was never a time. I, meeting every one of you at one time or another, oh, it just makes me cry. And for hold it together. I know. But the number of years you all gave us friendship. Thank you again. Yes. Ian and Marjorie, everyone. They'll be back at the end of the show to talk about Marjorie's we'll call it behavior during Project Down and Dirty. But coming up next, programming doesn't stop on Friday. We have some of the best weekend shows in the country, and we're gonna celebrate them when the 20th anniversary special continues live from Lush right after this. Happy birthday! As we go to break, here's a little MyTalk trivia question for you. At Project Down and Dirty, MOA edition, the MyTalkers lived in an abandoned Mall of America store that used to house what retailer? Was it A, Ed Hardy, B, Tommy Bahama, or C, Walden Books? We'll have the answer when we return on MyTalk 107.1. In 2012, at our second Project Down and Dirty, the MyTalker spent three days in an abandoned Ed Hardy store. One MyTalker got a little claustrophobic and ran away. No, Marjorie, no! Here's a guy you'd probably never find in an Ed Hardy store ever again, Jason Matheson. And welcome back to the 20th anniversary celebration here at Lush in front of a, just a truckload of some of the best my talkers ever, so sincerely. Well, as I said before we went to break, uh, programming doesn't stop at Friday at 6 p.m. Uh, I'm so glad we're doing this because we have some of the best weekend programming in the city, in my opinion, and you're looking at a representation and you're about to hear from them right now. Please welcome from the Weekly Dish, Stephanie March. Hey! From, from America's favorite dog show, Katie K9. And don't go shopping with Autumn, the shop girls, Harmony and Allison Kaplan. Steph, I'm going to start with you because you have whiskey in your hand and that's what you do. Um, yeah. So on brand, yeah. We're going to play first impressions. Oh. Um, first impression of when you were approached to do the weekly dish, your thought was? Um, oh my God, do I really have to do a Saturday show? <laughs> <laughs> Am I really going to be able to be like hungover on a Friday and still come back sparkling on a Saturday? I love you on whiskey. Yes, I can. That's right. The answer is yes. The first broadcast with uh, Wackadoodle uh, Hanson. And shout out to Hanson, who's not who's, here. No, but don't feel no, 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 no. But don't feel sorry. She's on a plane to Croatia. Yeah, she's so cruising it's, yeah, for two yeah. weeks, yo. So yeah. I mean, right? Not well, so bad. Take us to that studio that first day with uh, Hanson. Well, the funny thing was, is I filled in with her. Uh, you know, I came on to talk about Restaurant Week, you know, one time, and then she said, "Hey, actually, will you fill in and think about?" doing a three-hour show, you know, just to fill in for Meredith. Yeah. And I said, yeah, sure, we can, I can do that. So I came and I, felt, I filled in and we just talked. And then it was like probably like three weeks later, she goes, so here's the deal. 
I can't, I'm doing a food show on the weekends. Do you want to do this with me? We really did not know each other. I mean, we really did not know each other. And all of a sudden, I was like, well, yeah, am I going to commit every single weekend to hanging out with this person? And it turned out to be obviously like my sister from another mister because we are basically married in a lot of ways. And don't be modest. It is a lot of people's favorite darn show. I well, mean, it's, it's, it's a huge, it's a know, big, I said this to, I said this to Anson this week. I knew this was a it is now a really big deal for a food place to be on your show, you to know, be mentioned. And I think, I think truly the magic is obviously the two of us are, you know, we come, we come together on a lot of things, so we differ on a lot of things. Which makes We cover radio. a lot of grounds and we disagree and we promote and we support and we are, I think the best thing is that we come authentically to the show every day and that means that some of us are, sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down. And you know what? It all comes together at the table, just like it does every day in America. You don't get much more authentic than our next superstar, Katie K9. Katie, the word, the word connection has been mentioned a lot today, the connection with the audience. You probably feel it because pets are so personal. You probably feel it with the audience more than a lot of us. I sure do. Uh, the biggest compliment that I get is when people come up and say, you know what? I don't even own a dog or a cat. And I listen to you every week. And I, I totally, I just smile like, wow, that is way cool. <laughs> and so, but there's, and uh, many families go, we're so tired of our mom or the grandma going, Katie Canine says, Katie Canine says. And so um, it, I was started the first Saturday in August when the station, so I've been here 20 years. And who would have thunked it 20 years later on a pop culture station? that somebody gets to talk about dogs and cats. Well, and have you thought about, have you thought, of, you know, pediatricians probably think of, and teachers, how many kids they raise. Have you thought of, in 20 years how many dogs you've raised and cats? No. Uh, I know you've that, raised all mine. Yeah. Yeah. I know that vets, there's three words that the vets hate. Katie Canine says. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, it's been the, the family of my talk is like no other. And I can't thank everybody for, you know, keeping me and welcoming me and, and Jenny and uh, Jenny, not Jenny, <laughs> and, and Jason. Jason's been a big part. He's, uh, he's an awesome person in, in his own right. But like I said, it's just the, okay, who, does anybody here know what the number one question is that I get asked through the 20 years? What? What to feed? No. Potty training? You got it. Potty training. Yeah. <laughs> Potty training is the number one song that I, or what thing, and then <laughs> jumping, and then now nutrition. People are getting more nutrition-wise, so. Well, you don't grab a credit card. You don't go to the mall. You don't go to a thrift store. You don't go to a new place without the next, our next guest. Give it up for Allison Kaplan and Harmony from Shop Girls. Allison, Allie, I want to start with you. First impressions. Um, because this is, Harmony is evolution two of the shop girls. Oh. Indeed, Indeed. Yes. What was your first impression when you were approached to do this? She's version one in my life, yeah, version absolutely. two on the radio. <laughs> Have never been able to shake her. Yeah. Yet. She's always, every day is bring your mother to work day. That's um, right. You know, my mom, As it should be. For, for true, right, for longtime listeners might remember that, you know, Alexis, you guys all remember Alexis Walsko, yeah. who was great, but she was always flitting around. She always was going away. She was not so good with the Saturday mornings after, like Stephanie March. And so my mother would I always... I was always available, right? She was always available. 
army. And guess what? People love the mother, right? Yeah. And they're always worried about her, and they're worried I'm being oh. too mean. And it's all about my mother, yes. So. Harmony, what was it like the first, I mean, obviously, you've known Allie her whole life. I have, but yes. What was it, what's it like doing before a... Before her Before, whole, but before, what's it yes. like, but it's very different doing a broadcast with your daughter. Not so much. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, God, you know first of all, I really, I did fill in a lot when Alexis was there. Yeah. Whenever she couldn't quite make it on Saturday morning. I got the call. Yeah. So it wasn't completely strange to be doing it. But I don't know. I mean, there's a dynamic, obviously, between a mother and daughter that's different from any other two people that are on the air. Yeah. And, you know, some, sometimes it's for the better. Maybe sometimes it's for the worse. We've had people who have complained and think that she doesn't treat me right. How do you like that? Yeah. You gotta love those emails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you should be those. nicer to me. But I always say that, you know, you ha it, the relationship has to go deep and be really solid to yes. be able to be sarcastic right. and have fun. Yes. The fun is always comes from a place of love. I, I'll talk to, I, I also talk about intention. You would never intentionally be mean to haunt, you know what I mean? She doesn't dare. She'd be out of the will. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <Harmony>. <laughs> Put me back in there if you would. That's uh, right. I, I want to go back to you, Steph, talking about connection because I have an idea the weekly dish man you guys post a recipe you mention something in the instant pot we and do. things explode again the word connection talk to us about that you know my talkers honestly it's uh yeah no, our my talker crew I mean we call you guys the dishers if you guys know it we talk to you and we talk about you as the dishers and we we know what kind of an active participant you are in the cities, and that is really important to us. We don't take that for granted. And so we never want to steer. Our, our point is to give you the best life while you're out in the cities enjoying the world. If that means cooking, if that means finding the right ingredients, if that means anything, we understand how precious your time and your money is, and you understand and you give it back to us by being you know, active participants and telling us and talking to and engaging. It is a two-way street, and we are so happy that when we recommend a product, you guys are like, we're in. Where, where should we go? How do we get it? And doesn't that feel good? It just does just because you trust us and we trust you back. Yeah. And that's wonderful. Katie, has there been a weird place you've been recognized? Or, you know, maybe you've, and it's like, oh, I'm being asked advice in the middle of a, a I don't know, funeral or something. Oh, yeah, that's happened at funerals. What? Oh, yeah. I was yeah. joking. No. It's happened a couple times. And so I just said, can we talk outside, but not right now. Uh, there was one time I was at Walmart, and you know, as soon as they hear my voice, all of a sudden I hear, I can hear everybody look, that's Katie Canine. And so then, um, can you, uh, okay, yeah, I can uh, come out, or let me finish, and I'll come out, and you can ask me a question. Right. And one, one time I had nine people around me asking me questions before I could get out of there. And then, you know that boat that's up at St. Croix Falls that you take down? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sitting there enjoying the, the boat ride, and all of a sudden this guy comes up, or this gal comes up behind me, she says, you're Katie Canine, aren't you? You know, like, oh, everybody else heard me talk, but anyway. Can I have your autograph? Mm -hmm. And what she went and did is she got a, one of the boat cruises, you know, pamphlets and wanted me to sign that. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever. Hey, a pamphlet. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, but I've, you, you know, you name it. Yep. Allie, I'm going to give you the last 30 seconds. Again, connection. Uh, Steph said it. People trust you. They, when you mention a store, you mention a new product, people listen to you. How does that feel for you? You know, for us, it's all about community. It's all about supporting local in every way. It's not just a hashtag. It's really understanding and connecting with the people behind the brands and the people in our community. And, and that's, that's what we can do. That's the power of radio. That is the power. Again, this is the best weekend Thank crew you. you're going to find. Thanks, truly. everybody.
Stephanie March, Katie K9, Allison Kaplan, Harmony. Harmony, we'll talk about the will a little bit later, okay. just FYI. You can listen to them uh, weekends on My Talk 1071. When we come back, for the first time in many years, B. Arthur's returning to the mic to take over the show as we talk about Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis will be joining us live. We'll be back. We're live here from Lush.